2: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at com.
3: Lauren is looking for a second date update with uh, Steve. Hi, Lauren. How are you?
1: I'm well. How are
3: you? Doing great. Let's see what we can do for you on the Steve front. You want to start from the beginning and tell us how you two met?
1: Sure. Um, I met him online, of course. You know, the only way people are meeting people these days Um, Mm -hmm. and I talked to a bunch of different guys actually and there were a couple I was interested in but this guy really felt like the best fit for me. And if I'm going to be a responsible dater during these times of medical fragility, I'm only going to risk my own personal health to go out with guys that I really feel like I have a strong connection with, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, he better be worth it. Yeah. (laughs) Better be worth the risk, man. Right.
1: Exactly. And I could just tell that he and I would click, and we did. Uh, We met for dinner on the patio at Oakley Pub and Grill, and we were there for a couple of hours, about two or three hours. And anytime a date lasts for more than an hour, I call it a win because sometimes people are just you know, people are just weird, but he was, like, really cool. He seemed really interested in me. He asked a lot of questions, and I love someone who asked me a lot of questions because I like to talk about myself. <laughs> okay. I didn't really feel like I learned a lot about him, though, because he was just so busy asking me questions.
3: <laughs> that may have been by design. <laughs> that may have been on purpose.
1: But I really feel like I, I'd, I'd, like, have a chance. Like, this could work, but... I don't know. Since our day I've texted him twice, haven't heard anything back, and I wish there was more, I could tell you guys, because when we said goodbye, there was no hug or kiss or anything, but I didn't think anything of it, also because, you know, we're in a pandemic and I want to be a responsible human, so, Yeah. Yeah. He and I seem like really on the same page, which was really nice. Everyone feels so divided right now. It was like nice to talk to someone and there not be any points of contention. You know, I just, oh. I hope that you guys can help me figure out what's going on.
3: It is refreshing <laughs> when you you feel yeah. like you're on the same page,
0: mm-hmm.
3: you feel like you're understood. You're not speaking two different languages. That is refreshing.
0: Yes. Yeah.
3: Do you feel like he was, you know, I kind of joked about this earlier, but do you feel like he was intentionally deflecting, like, let's keep her talking since she likes talking about herself so much so I don't have to share too much of myself, or did that not occur to you? I'm not saying that was the case. I'm just saying you know, I may have been known to do that once or twice on a date
0: <laughs>
3: a million years ago. A
0: million that that was actually his MO, if you want to know the truth, because yeah. He he wasn't much on uh, revealing things about himself, so he would just keep her talking. Well, I've always been kind of an introvert. Yeah, a little bit of an introvert. Plus, he knew how good it made a woman feel when a man was interested in her, what she was thinking and feeling.
3: woman likes to be heard.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So he has really, over the years, perfected the act of fake listening. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) I mean, I understand, so like, I, I know how at the end you said,
3: well, there wasn't a hug and there wasn't a kiss for obvious health reasons, and so you didn't think much of it. But in hindsight, when you go back.
1: No, I I didn't. I, I just thought he, you know, we haven't really been allowed to, like, socialize with people. I guess he, I took it as he was excited to meet someone new.
3: Right. And I'm sure he was. Yeah. It's good to get out there, you know? Yeah. Whether or not he wants to take it further, is it? different question. But that's why we do Second Date Update, because we're going to call him, and we're going to confront him. Well, maybe not confront him, but we're going to ask him. We're going to
0: check it out. And maybe even get a second date out of it.
1: Maybe. That'd be nice. Fingers crossed.
0: (laughs) It doesn't happen very often, but you know what? We hold out hope. That's right.
1: (laughs) So,
3: Lauren, stick around. We're going to put you on hold. We'll get Steve's phone number from you, and we'll call him next as Second Date Update continues here with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. (laughs) All right, Lauren met Steve online. She was talking to a couple of guys at the time, but Steve seemed to be more of a standout and look, if you're going to if you're going to venture out in these crazy times of social distancing and trying to stay healthy and flat the curve and all that, you want to make sure this guy's worth it. But they really seemed to click at dinner outside in Oakley patio. Seemed very interested asked her a lot of questions.
1: That's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
3: It's taking an interest, a gen- what seemed like a genuine interest. And who doesn't love that? Right. Kind of undivided
0: attention, right? Feels good to feel heard
3: yeah. and seen. Uh, There was no hug or kiss or anything at the end of the night, but she didn't think anything of it just because we're living in a different world now. But a lot of time has passed and she hasn't heard from him since. So, Lauren, unless there's anything I left out that you would like to add to the recap?
1: No, nothing else. That's pretty much it.
3: Okay. So let's go ahead and call Steve. Hello? Hi, can we speak to Steve, please? This is Steve. Steve, it's Jeff and Jen at Q one oh two.
2: Jeff and Jen, what's up?
3: <laughs> sure, I'll bite. For real? Is this seriously, Jeff and Jen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is not a yep. joke, my friend. Got Jen here. Tim's here. You're on speakerphone. Good morning.
2: Oh, holy crap.
3: <laughs> you got a few minutes?
2: Yeah, I guess so.
3: Any idea why we might be calling you, Steve? <laughs>
2: Is this going to be like your second date update?
3: Yes, sir. Mm, it it's going to be second like that. Date update. Your number has come up.
2: Wow, seriously.
3: It's your so, turn. Crazy. So Lauren called us about you. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you remember Lauren?
2: Yeah, I remember Lauren.
3: Did you? Do you like Lauren? It sounds, this feels so grade school to me.
0: I know. So Lauren kind of likes you. Do yeah, you Lauren like her? likes you. Do you like her?
3: Uh...
2: Yeah, I mean, I like her, but, you know, it it was kind of messed up, the
3: date. You thought the date was messed up? Uh, Yeah, a little bit. She didn't think it was messed up. In fact, she thought you were pretty cool. You seemed very nice. She thought you two clicked. She thought you were an excellent listener, asked great questions, and just, you know, all around seemed like a super nice guy. So what part of that did she miss?
2: Well, I mean... None of that hopefully. It, it was just weird. I mean look, she was all about, you know being super safe and like the coronavirus world or whatever.
3: Right. I mean that's important, right? That's right. a thing. No? Sure.
2: sure. I mean we kinda talked about it before, but you know, we went on a date. I mean she didn't she didn't wear a mask or anything, but she was definitely, you know, social distancing and I don't know, I mean, she just, you know, seems to be respecting the virus or, you know, whatever, which yeah. she's was kind of fine with. But here's the thing, and I just don't get this at all. She was all about being, like, super safe. But then, you know, she's been at every protest downtown. Oh. Yeah, like marching, carrying signs, and she showing show me pictures and, like, she's yelling and some of them, you know, with no mask on, or some of them, she's just, like, wearing a mask around her neck or whatever.
3: Oh, no mask. Mm.
2: Yeah. No, and, like, not everyone. Some people are wearing masks, but not everyone. But whether they are or they're not, like, she's, like, shoulder to shoulder with, like, all these total strangers, you know? There's So there's, like, droplets or whatever everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, somehow she thinks, like, that's okay, but then don't hug me or, like, don't sit
3: too close. I see. But then
2: she'll get it's all It's like selective and, like, safety. <laughs> yeah. Okay. She's, like, up screaming at people because it's, like, a good cause or whatever. And, like, that's okay. And then at one point, I guess, uh, she got detained, or a bunch of them got detained by the police and put in one of those...
3: I don't I'm like paddy Wagon,
0: For <laughs> lack of a better term, I couldn't
3: yeah,
2: think of either. I'm I like paddy Wagon
0: that was the best waggon. I could come up I with. Know. That the night they just put him in a metro bus might have been.
2: She's in this like thing with uh, a bunch of strangers, and like she thought that was cool or fine. Okay, but I just don't get the rationale there at all. It's just or like the common sense. It's like hmm. you know, you're worried about it or you're not.
3: Yeah, I have friends who also attended the protest, a lot of friends actually who attended the protests. And to my knowledge, through the photos that I've seen on social media and from what they told me, they all wore masks, trying to be as careful as they could while still demonstrating and expressing themselves. But were you not wearing a mask or what what was the story there? What were you, Um, what was going through your mind during those protests other than the message itself?
1: Well, I just think that there are more important things than a virus, like equal rights. And so I was there to stand up for what was right. So, of course, I went.
3: Right. But do you understand Steve's point? Like, as important as that was, and we're not criticizing you or knocking you for, you know, attending a Black Lives Matter protest by any stretch of the imagination. So don't misunderstand us. But I guess what I'm asking is, like, why do your coronavirus fears seem heightened after that fact? Now, when they weren't in that moment,
1: I've been in. I've been in quarantine, and I went with friends, and we were together, and they've all been in quarantine, and we got tested prior to being at the event, and so we felt safe with each other.
3: I see.
2: Okay. Yeah, but I mean, you know, there's like hundreds, you know, of people. I mean, I get what she's saying, but it just doesn't make any sense. You're going to go around being all cautious, like you're going to be super cautious around me, like not get too close, but you can be around hundreds of people in a small space. That's, I mean, that's totally crazy to me. It's like, Which is it? You're afraid of getting sick or you're not?
1: I mean, I'm pretty healthy and I'm responsible when I think that it makes sense. And, and when other action is necessary, then I evaluate the situation.
3: So Lauren, are you saying that after the protest, when you said you self-quarantined, meaning what, like you stayed in your house, you laid low for two weeks before going out again?
1: Yeah. Like, so if I was like out more than once during the week at a rally or a protest, I would go home immediately after. It's not like I would like continue to be out for the rest of the day, you know, like I'm pretty healthy, I take my vitamins, Mm -hmm. I do all the necessary things that I felt that I was that I need to do to be safe and to make sure that other people around
3: me are safe. Yeah. Are you going to work outside? of Are you working at, from home or what's your work situation? From home. You're working remotely? Yeah. Hmm. Well, Steve, I don't know. I mean, has that changed anything for you? I, I kind of see your point in a way. You know, like, look, this was important. This was a calculated risk I decided to take, try to exercise all the safe, reasonable safety protocols I could given the situation. and
2: uh, Not really. I mean, you know? I still, I, t- I, t- I really don't get it. I totally don't get it. It's just, it's so weird to me that you're gonna like pick and choose when It's okay, it's like you, you're worried about it or you're not.
0: These are very confusing times mm-hmm. in so many ways, and so many people are just all over the place. I, I just, you know, it's not just one way or another way. It's three hundred different ways, and it's almost impossible to keep up with all of them and keep up with all the changes day to day. Yeah. And be aware and open-minded that hey, what was maybe the truth yesterday is no longer the truth because it's like a fluid
3: right sort of situation. This is new to all of us. Yeah. Well, Steve, we appreciate the explanation. And Lauren, I'm sorry.
0: No biggie. Well, good luck you guys.
3: Yeah, we appreciate you both coming on second date update.
2: <laughs> yeah, Thank sure. It's crazy.
3: I know this is not a phone call you get every day, Steve, but we appreciate you rolling with it. Sure. And offering That's us your good. perspective. Yep. All right, buddy. Take it easy. See ya. And Lauren, thanks to you.
1: No, thank you guys so much. Thank you for
0: your help.
3: Always. Bye bye.
0: All right. <laughs> okay. Oh, dating during COVID.
3: Right. Right. It's just the beginning. We haven't even scratched the
0: surface. So true. So here we go. If you need our help with a second date update, just send us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning
2: Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.